Welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Alicia. Greatness is a decision and your birthright. You deserve to love the woman looking back at you in the mirror. This show is for the purpose-driven female entrepreneur who is committed to only counting the time she gets back up. The woman who is ready to ignite the flame within, find her voice, and use the power of her story to transform the lives of those around her. This is your weekly fuel to inspire you to action, where I'll be sharing inspirational stories, real talks with thought leaders and successful entrepreneurs from around the world, and provide you with actionable success strategies for creating a business you love. I'm a content marketing coach, and I'm committed to helping you as an online creator and entrepreneur wherever you are to turn your dreams into a reality, to help you transform your messaging so you can create a genuine connection with your audience and grow your income online. You are far more powerful and stronger than you will ever imagine. We are the warriors. You were born for this. Let's make life your bitch. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I am your host, Brittany Alicia, and I have Abby Neeson here with me today, and I am so excited. Abby is a former client of mine, and so we have been on a journey together, and it's really exciting to see all the transformation and growth that she has gone through from the very beginning of her starting her coaching business journey. And she is here to talk to you all about that and the transformation she's had today. Welcome. Yay. Hey, hey. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Let's just jump right into it. Like I yeah. I want you to share all the things. Okay. So yes, when you uh when you met me, <laughs> I was <laughs> um, you know, quick backstory on how I even met Brittany, which is so funny, I think, because I was in a group on Facebook and I saw one of her posts about a program that she was, I think even asking about, I think you actually had the program, but you were asking a question about the name of it or something. Mm -hmm. And it was something to do with lead generation. And I was like, literally just had started looking into being a coach. And I was like, this is what I need. I need to find someone who knows how to bring me clients. And I messaged her and I was like, I want to learn more about this. What could, you know, we got on a phone call and the next thing you know, I'm a client for a whole year. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, it was great. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, the transformation that you went through, and I find this with so many people's businesses, um, especially when you're coaching people who are just jumping into starting their businesses, that they begin with one idea. And it's like, you know, that concept of evolution and growth over a lifetime, right? Where We're constantly growing and I always say it's that unapologetic millennial in so many of us (laughs) where we, you know, we get an idea, we're doing something and it's like we evolve through our own learnings and that kind of thing. Because when you first started, like you're, you're a massage therapist, right? And thought you wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I wanted to help other massage therapists and holistic practitioners have their own business, um, you know, and really work on the mindset with that and just how to transition from being an independent contractor or an employee into having your own business. Cause I thought that was the easiest thing (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've done that. I can help other people do that. When really I had this deeper desire to have this, um, very holistic, um, 
equine centered um, coaching program. That was my deep desire, but I'm like, Ooh, that's scary. Cause I don't really know how to do all of that yet. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And then this past June, I just kind of had a, you know, bucket moment <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what I call it, you know, of where I was just like, you know what, I'm holding myself back from helping people. Like Mm -hmm. I'm doing them a disservice. It's like, we hear that all the time. I feel like, you know, you're doing your other people a disservice by not, you know, stepping into your shine and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, until that really like resonates in your soul of like, wow, I could help so many people and I'm scared to do that. Like that sounds real dumb. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, it's like, I, you know, that's what I, that's why I got into massage therapies because I love that feeling of helping people and then walking out the door feeling amazing. And it's like, I can do that with, this horse thing, you know, easily, like, I know what I'm doing. I've had the training I've had, you know, done the courses it's I've had, have the horse experience of 30 years, you know? So it's like, I know, I know how to do this. I need to just get out of my own way and just, you know, so I started it out with just like, Hey, let's do some trial sessions with some friends. And they're like, absolutely, let's do it. And they loved it, you know? And so now I've, you know, been, now I have a business. (laughs) Here I am. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, that, that's what I think is so important with all of us when we are starting our businesses is really identifying like, what is it that we truly love and not thinking about the monetization piece first, not the, well, how am I going to make, you know, money doing this? How many clients do I need? What's the price? And then we pull out our calculators and we're like, click, click, clicking on there. And, you know, if you think about manifestation and all that kind of stuff, like all of a sudden, then you're cutting yourself off from those energetics of bringing in anything because you're too obsessed with the logistics side of things. And we're totally in our masculine energy, right? Like I know even for myself with the podcast, um, when I made the decision to step away from taking a bunch of clients and even doing less programs so I could focus on the podcast. And I told myself, it'll all work out like the money and that kind of thing. Yes, it's going to be a transition, but I'm totally okay with it because it's going to give me so much more freedom. And really, I mean, it's not like it really gives me that much more freedom, but it gives me freedom in the sense that I get to be talking about stuff and talking about story and content. I mean, you know, I love content oh, yes. and, <laughs> and, you know, I get to talk about the energetics, you know, like the make live your bitch mastermind. That's why I transitioned to that last year too, right? It was because I was like, I love talking about mindset and I haven't been doing that. Yeah. And, and so for yourself, like, you know, like you said, when we first started working together, you were talking about doing the massage therapy and helping people. I mean, you are a massage therapist. You still do that. But I mean, on the other side of helping people do their own businesses and we, we tried that and it was like (laughs) unaligned yeah, and it definitely was. It really was. It was like putting like an oval peg in a round hole. It was like, uh, close, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. And it was this time last year, I think it was that you started to do that transition where you started talking about the energetics mm-hmm. and the harmony method. And I remember you, yeah. I can't remember if it was when we first started working together that you closed your eyes and said like, I want to have like a horse retreat. Yes. 
and it felt so far off, you know, it did. It did. And I think the thing that the biggest shift for me was that my, my dream was so big and it still is, but I've, I've taken a step back a little bit because it was so big that it was holding me back, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that sounds kind of weird, but it was like, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just this huge, huge thing. Instead of taking a step back, it's like, okay, how can I use what I have now? You know, I started to really try to get more present with it. Of like, okay, how can I help people now? I'm like, okay, well, I have our family farm where my parents live, where I grew up, you know, that's 40 minutes from my house. That's free. That's where my horses live. I have my two old horses they would be great. You know, like they're very trained. They're great at this type of thing. I've already, you know, done some energy work with them. They soaked it up. Um, so yeah. So I just thought, let's just start here. This is what I have. This is what we're going to roll with. It's just going to be very farmhousey and it's not exactly <laughs> what I wanted, <laughs> but it's what I have now. And this is how it's going to start and grow. So yeah. Yeah. And so if we were to like back up the bus, when you were a kid, like when did the passion for energy work and like, when did you mm -hmm. start even like when it came to the horses, start really feeling like, whoa, there, there's something more than just like mm -hmm. a horse for me to ride on and be like, woo, <laughs> you right, know, right, like, right. How, how did that change? Like, when did it all start that you were even interested in energy work and that? So, um, when I was really little, there's this like memory that really stands out to me. Um, and I talk about this in the book, which I'll talk about later. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is, I was gosh, probably four or five, somewhere in that range maybe. And we had this, um, beagle basset hound mixed dog and she used to be inside and that was my parents, like first kid, you know? <laughs> and then I guess I was like pulling on her tail and stuff as a toddler. And she just kind of snapped at me a couple of times. My dad was like, that's it. She's going outside. I don't want my baby girl getting bit, you know? So they put her outside on a chain in a doghouse, you know, and I went, went out there to um, pet on her one day and, oh, I still kind of get emotional because I can just so like feel it because she was so sad. And she, you know, of course had the little droopy eyes anyway, you know, but she was just so sad. And I like, I went to stand up to be like, okay, bye Casey, love you. And go back in the house. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it just like kind of took my breath away, you know, as this little kid. And I'm like, that's weird. And I bet down, I was like, I petted on her again. I was like, it's okay. You know, I kind of petted on her and it like, it tugged at me again. And I ran in the house bawling and I'm like, mommy, Casey's so sad. We have to bring her inside. You know, of course, then my mom starts to get emotional because she loves the dog. And she's like, no, honey, it's okay. And, you know, she's trying to make me feel better. But, you know, in hindsight, it's like, she was like basically negating my gift of being able to you know, kind of, you know, communicate in that way. You know, it's like, I had no mm -hmm. idea that that was a thing or not, you know, I'm a little kid, you know? And so. And especially um, as children, like they feel those yeah. energies so strong. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah. And then um, I really have had just these different interactions with people that are very in tune and energetic. Like we had our truck break down once, like coming um, home in between, like during a horse show, we didn't have the trailer with us at the time, right in front of this guy's house that did energy work. And so we're mm -hmm. like, Hey, can we borrow your phone? This was the days before, you know, cell phones and all that stuff. And we're like, Hey, can we use the phone so we can, you know, call my dad and come get us. And you know, he's like, yeah. And you were talking about what he does. And he's like, Hey, stand, stand, you know, down a ways in the yard. 
and I'm going to um, trace your hand and you're, you're going to feel me trace your hand, even though I'm not touching it. And we're like, what? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know, I had my hand up and he's tracing each finger and I'm feeling it. I'm looking at my mom. Like my mind is just blown. Like what just happened? This is amazing. And I had already started to look into like, um, I was really into like sports medicine stuff for the horses at that time. I was a teenager and that whole industry was really growing like back in the late nineties. And, um, so, so yeah, that was, you know, just different things throughout my, you know, I guess, childhood that kind of popped up that was like very energetic, even though I had no clue what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, you and I have like had countless conversations about energetics, even before you made that decision where we would do our coaching sessions and then all of a sudden like go down the rabbit hole of like spirits. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so, you know, when it comes to the energetics and that kind of thing, how about your horses? Like when did you start feeling Mm -hmm. and really connecting with their energy? Yeah. So, um, my mom, I joke and say that she brainwashed me (laughs) with the horses because she used to, um, you know, work with horses when she was a kid. And, um, but when I really started to connect with the energetics or just really see that shift is when I learned how to do, um, um, horse massage from a video. Um, this lady, Linda Tellington Jones is her name and she's got multiple videos and all that good stuff. But, um, I learned how to do this specific technique that she teaches. And I started to do this on my old horse, my very first horse that we ever had as a kid. And she was just a total bitch. I mean, she would like like, mash me against the fence. If you touched her wrong when you're brushing her and she was just like, you never knew what you were going to get. And I cussed it. You know, I was like, you know, 14, just cussing at this horse, you know? (laughs) So Anyway, so I started doing these massage techniques and she was like 180. I mean, she was completely different. She didn't run away from me in the field anymore. Like she was like greeting me at the gate, like, oh, hi, you're back. Yay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa, there's something to this massage thing. Um, So that's when I kind of saw the shift, you know, with that. But just even more recently, like when I first started to really um, look at this as a business, um, I did a Reiki session with my horse, um, T. He's my red horse, if you guys ever see pictures of him. Um, so I helped birth him. So we have this really cool bond in that way. But I decided, you know, let me see how they do with this energy thing. And so I was had the intention of, you know, going to the barn and doing a Reiki session with him. And when I got there, he was laying down in the field, which is kind of unusual, but my horses, like, they take a midday siesta. <laughs> like, they feel very safe, like, where where they're at. And so I walked up to him, and it was almost like he kind of knew that I was there to do that that day, you know, because normally they would get up, and he was just, like, very relaxed. And I walked up to him, and I put my hands on him, and, you know, I got really centered and started to do that work with him. And I was immediately just, like, flooded with all of these visions of his birth. And, ugh, like, I, ugh, I get emotional about it every time. And um, and I had no, I had not even thought about that at all, like, like during that session. It was just, like, I'm, like, that was totally from him, you know. And he was just, like, is all this gratitude, you know, because I had to, like, help because the mom was having trouble. And so I had, like, the vet, you know, on my, you know, with my shoulder next to my ear and, like, had my hands on his legs. It was, you know, vets coaching me how to do it and all this stuff. And and then, um, so, yeah, that was just a really, really cool experience of, like, 
oh my gosh, I remember doing this with the dog, you know? And it was like, mm-hmm. then that part hit me. And it's just like, this is so cool. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you know, I'm just like, Did this really happen. You know, <laughs> it's like almost in disbelief, but like in my soul knowing that, yes, this, this did happen. So yeah. So awesome. And I, I think that's one of the things that is something that so many people struggle with when they are first connecting with energy work or haven't mm-hmm. quite connected with it yet. Mm-hmm. And we get these intuitions and we get these feelings and then we question it and we're like, no, like that couldn't have happened. Right. Or, you know, they're like, we'll be like, oh, well, it was just a coincidence that they did that when I was thinking that mm-hmm. um, I know even with Scarlett, Um, I was told before she was even born that she was going to be a star seed and be a really old soul. And I had done timeline therapy June last year. And before, before she was conceived or thought of, I mean, she was thought of kind of, but like not, not trying. And um, I knew that she was going to be a girl and everybody thought she was a boy and I was like, no, like she's, she's going to be a girl. Like I've seen her mm. and it, you know, it, then it was funny. Cause I said, you know, I think, I think she senses energy and spirits. And so the one day I felt a spirit in my house and I just kind of, you know, closed my eyes and I was like, okay, you know, and I invited the spirit to present itself and said, like, you aren't allowed to attach yourself, but if you have a message or anything you want to share with us and her, she turned to where I sensed this spirit was and her eyes were like fucking like these big circles. And she's just like eyes wide open, just like staring at this spot. And I was like saying in my head, I'm like, okay, like we've, we've, you know, connected enough today. Like, you know, maybe you can come back another day. Yeah. Wow. And, and she like, and I could sense like the spirit wasn't leaving. She was still looking there. And so then I'm looking at my boyfriend across the room and like our house is silent right then. And I'm like, finally I say out loud, okay, like it's, it's time to leave. And he like looks over at me. He's like, what did you say? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, there was a spirit over there. And he always thinks like, he won't say it, but like, I'm pretty sure he's like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> I mean, that should be nothing new to him at this point. I, feel I like. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. And so it is, it's that energy work that, you know, we really, we really need to allow ourselves to connect with. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, and just like my mom, it's like she wasn't intentionally trying to negate that because she is very intuitive as well. You know, and I think that's what happens to us a lot of times, too. It's like it's it's almost unintentionally programmed into us to not be intuitive and to not use those gifts. You know, it's like and and sometimes it is intentional. It's like, no, that's crazy. You know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Don't believe that garbage or whatever, you know, through different issues or whatever but but yeah I think sometimes like you know like I said in the instance of my mom it was just very unintentional but you know and my little kid mind I thought oh okay that doesn't happen I can't talk to animals you know like Mm -hmm. they don't they can't talk to us you know like whatever and then it's like no actually they can you just have to learn how to listen (laughs) 
Yeah. And, you know, even with kids where it's like they see something or they have maybe an imaginary friend and we tell them like, oh, no, you don't and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they say that kids, you know, are so in tune and we we do. We tell them not to believe that. And then we Mm -hmm. shut ourselves off visually from even like accessing you know those different realms yeah definitely I think it's you know I think there's there's definitely a fun uh culture that we have going on with our with our community that's you know bringing that back and that those teachings and things which is great because you know I have several friends that you know that their kiddos they're pretty certain that they saw stuff or they all have dreams you know about grandparents that have passed on and we just talk about it you know and I'm like oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome that he visited you and you know, that kind of stuff or like, you know, just, yeah, embracing that versus being like, that doesn't happen. It's just a dream. It's like, no, embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the cool things about, you know, us, like with our businesses being global and that kind of thing is you really get to connect with people. And it, I do think it's creating a ripple effect in the world because people are able to talk more globally and more open about it, that it's becoming more widely known. And, you know, it's like that 3D to 4D that they say that so many people are more connecting with the 4D now. And you Mm -hmm. hear of so many more people meditating and it becoming normal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting because I think meditation, you know, so many people for a long time had this like stereotype that it was like so hard to achieve and it was like this thing you know and it's like no like literally meditation can be like I'm not a meditation you know professional by any means but it's like (laughs) from you know I tell people like meditation is anything that puts you in the present moment and that you, you can be centered and focused you know so it's like for me my horses are my meditative space you know it's like when I'm with those horses nothing else exists. Like I literally forgot to take my, uh, my uh, mother-in-law to the airport once because I was <laughs> riding and she calls me and she's like, are you going to be here? I'm like, Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I completely forgot. So I'm like, I was You're so like, yes, I'm bringing the horse. Right. I'm like, I'll be right there clock, in like clock. four hours <laughs> running as fast as I can. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just totally my I just lose track of time. You know, I am just totally like in the zone when I'm there. So it's like, you know, so for some people it's running for some people it's, you know, reading, but you know, whatever that is, then it's like, do that, <laughs> do more of that. And so with Reiki, have you taken specific courses for animals with Reiki? No, no. I've taken courses for people. Um, so yeah. And I use that with some of my massage clients that know what it is just because I don't know energetically I I just I don't like to spend the time trying to convince somebody about what it is and how it works if they're interested and they're curious absolutely I'll tell more about it but um, just for me I want to work with people that already appreciate it and kind of understand energy work um, versus taking the time and the energy to educate it's just not where I want to spend my energy (laughs) so um, well exactly you know it's like those people who are interested in it like even with my massage therapist um, she does reiki craniosacral and there's times that I go in there and I'll be like I need energy work like I thought I was gonna need 
the full body massage today. Like, no, I want like the majority of the session to be energy. And, you know, in the beginning, I would wait till the end and be like, what came through for you? And, you know, there was times that I think she kind of like held back. Whereas now we are like very open about it. And it is like when it comes to that energy work, like those thoughts come through your head. So cool. And like, I have a thought and it's like within 30 seconds to a minute, she'll like make a comment based on the same thought. And I'll be like, oh my God, I was just thinking that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So quick story. So I had one of my massage clients. Um, Let's see, maybe I'd been a therapist for it was less than five years, I know for sure. And this client, she How used to go. How long have you been a therapist? It like uh, for now, just so people know. Yeah, so I celebrated twenty-one years this summer. So that a is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, and uh, so yeah, this particular client, she'd come to the office numerous times and worked with um, my boss at the time, and um, but he was like on vacation or something, and so she came to me. And I just kind of kept getting this weird vibe that like, like this, like weird sadness, kind of like just heaviness. And I'm like, well, this is weird. I don't have anything that I'm sad about. And I was like, you know, I just left it off. Like, I don't know what this is, whatever. And I kept working on her, just kept popping up. I'm like, okay. And she was, she was very open. So I felt, I'm like, all right, listen, Deb, like, this is, you know, really weird. Like what's, you know, this is what I'm feeling. Like, I don't know if this makes any sense. And she was like, oh my gosh. She was like, I literally had a friend, you know, pass away. Like he doesn't live close, but but yeah, like he just passed away and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. But like, thank you for confirming that I'm not crazy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that was kind of my first instance of just like picking that up with people. And then, um, yeah. And then, yeah, when I do Reiki work on people, it's just interesting. All the weird vision, like pictures I get in my head and I'll be like, okay, well, I don't know if this makes sense to you, but here's what I saw. And nine times out of 10, they're like, oh yeah, that means blah, 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 blah. And I was like, cool okay (laughs) wasn't for me it was for you all right then (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly I mean I definitely think it's something that you know for anyone listening if they're starting to connect with those gifts to really understand you know that not everyone has sees pictures right um for myself I'm very much someone who I hear things Mm, and you know like I I listen, there's like those senses where there's that question for me of like, is this my thinking? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, I remember having that conversation. I think it was, you were one of those people that I knew talked about energetics. And when I had yeah. the spirit attached to me and yeah, I was like, was <laughs> and I was like, man, like, I think I'm crazy. And that was one of the things, you know, a couple of weeks ago with my massage therapist where she's doing work on me. And all of a sudden I had this feeling and I'm like, I sense something. And I was thinking to myself, no, like this isn't that's like, this feeling isn't that spirit, that spirit's gone. And within 30 seconds to a minute, she asks me, do you feel that you have a spirit attached to you again? And I'm like, holy shit. Like I was just thinking that. And she's like, and and like, I'll even like, I'll sense like an image kind of thing Mm. so it was like off to my right side I sensed this spirit like kind of as if it was a doorway kind of leaning up against this doorway just kind of like standing there and 
I, and so I said to her, like, this is what I sensed. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I did ask it to leave. And she's like, it wasn't negative like that other one. She said, but you know, it was one of those things that it just didn't need to be there. And that was like, you know, when I ended up going home and like seeing connecting with Scarlett and stuff, but you know, it's one of those things of allowing ourselves. And I think that sometimes even when we're in the presence of other people's like believing in energetic work, it's like that becomes heightened. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like those senses start to turn on a little bit more once you have that awareness and you're like, oh, this is an actual thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So have you sensed anything like that with your horses that as people maybe dip their toe in with the energy work that anybody else's gifts are kind of coming forward through that work? Um, I haven't sensed that yet. Um, it's been very like, you know, in person, one-on-one. Um, and it's been very, it's interesting to see how the, the horses kind of, they, they mirror what the person has going on. So it's been really interesting to see like how they pick up on the different energies and, and the changes in them with the different people. Um, but yeah, as of right now, we haven't had any like strange energy stuff happen in that realm yet, but, um, I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for that though, because (laughs) I hadn't even thought about that piece of it yet. So yeah, that's all of a sudden now you're going to be seeing so many things. I know I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, there is, there is one client, and she's she's really really sweet, but she's kind of a challenge, um, and it's she's had some anxiety and some past trauma stuff, and so um, you know, just helping her move forward and and you know, releasing that because I'm not a therapist per se in that realm, but you know, mm-hmm. help coaching her to where she's wanting to be um, with the horses. And so um, it's interesting to see how the horse's dynamic changes when her energy shifts. I mean, like we had a really cool shift yesterday with her and, uh, you know, the horse even kind of challenged her physically a little bit, which was almost scary for a second. Um, But I mean, he stayed his distance enough, but um, he kind of kicked up his heels at her a little bit. And then when, and then he turned and like, kind of like put his chest out and raised his head, almost like a little, like bring it, you know, kind of a, <laughs> like, um, and I, so I messed I kind of said, she had him kind of pushed into a corner and I said, well, if you're going to push him, you need to give him also give him an out. And she's like, oh, okay. Cause she's not, you know, a lot of people I work with, they're maybe not horse behavior savvy, you know what I mean? So I'm there to also, you know, offer that safety you know, peace and give them that insight as well when they're working with the horses. So she took a step back into the side to give him an out of the corner. And when she did that, he immediately turned to her and like kind of lowered his head and perked his ears like, oh, okay, now I'll come with you. And I was like, oh, so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it like, even you doing this work, I'm sure it's expanding your own gifts of connecting with your own horses at a deeper level and all of that as well. It really is. Yeah. I've even started to, I did a really cool um, video that I posted where um, I had seen another, another practitioner do this. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to try this with my horses. And so um, I did, I worked uh, my horse T, the one that I helped birth, I talked about. And so I'd lunged him on a line for a little bit. And then I brought him up to the camera where I had it positioned. And I said, okay, T, if you want to ride, I want you to, um, you know, 
give me some love or maybe I did it backwards. I can't remember. Anyway, give me some love. He's always wanting to like scratch on me, you know, when we're done Mm -hmm. with our work and stuff. And so, you know, I was like, if you want to ride next, you know, give me some love. If you don't, then take a step towards, you know, this pile of logs that was next to us. And so I just sat there for a minute and in my head, I gave the picture, you know, of like what I was talking about and he sat there for a moment and he stuck his nose out toward the logs and took a step. And I was like, oh my gosh, this really works. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that as a no. And so I you know, took his bridle off and put his halter on. And I was like, okay, if you want to give me some love, you can. And he sat there for a moment and then scratched on me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm an animal <laughs> communicator today. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, when someone goes and wants to work with you, what, like, what is an experience like? Like, how does it all work? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I usually start everyone out with just some like somatic energy stuff to just help like regulate your nervous system before we go out with the horses, because when people get there, they're excited or maybe they're nervous because they've never worked with horses before or whatever the case may be. So, and so for um, someone do, who yeah. is maybe sorry to cut you off, no, no, for you're someone good. who's maybe like, what the fuck is somatic energy? Because oh, I know, it, yeah. I know that's come up in a few episodes. So, um, you know, like, I'd love for you to like kind of maybe share a bit more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know the actual definition, I guess, but like it's for me, it is like getting in touch with dropping out of your mind and into your body and embodying um, the, the feeling and the intention that you want for the day, you know, instead of being so heady and so like, um, you know, like left brained, you know, with it, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's drop out of there. Let's get back into your body. Let's do that connection. And so, yeah, so that's basically what it is for me. So we do like guided meditation. We do some uh, emotional freedom technique tapping. Um, you know, we may even kind of like jump around and shake around a little bit, depending on, you know, how they're feeling. Um, and then we move into doing horse activities and the horse activities. Um, I have a few that are horse, um, assisted so like it's like structured you know so like okay I'm gonna have you do this and then we're gonna try to get the horse to do that you know so it's like we have kind of like this goal in mind of what we're trying to do with the horse maybe I'm trying to have them like move the horse to this certain spot without touching it you know and it's not even about the goal necessarily it's about the process and just Mm -hmm. the different things that pop up with that Um, but then I also have horse guided activities where we have an intention And then we set um, representations of what the horse may represent, like a characteristic or a person or a situation. And the horses energetically mirror then what's going on with that. And then the person is able to interpret, you know, we'll discuss too, of kind of like, hey, did you notice this? You know, I kind of help guide them in, um, you know, seeing what the horses are doing and like from their behaviors and stuff like that. But it's just, it's so cool how they pick up on stuff and they will just start to mirror things and interact with each other in a different way that if that person wasn't there or, you know, or on the phone, you know what I mean? Doing virtual stuff that they would never have just done that on their own. You know, it's like, they just pick up on that energy. It's really, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And we were talking before we connected here about, you know, moving more into that virtual realm of things, especially after, you know, especially after once it starts to get cold out and that. So, yeah. I mean, we can touch more on that at the end, but, you know, for people who are listening and they're like, 
starting to get like super intrigued by this. If you are someone who's global, you know, that's something that you can still connect with and do as well. And so do you work through, you know, even someone learning how to do this with their own horses and that? I don't yet, but that is a, um, an idea that, uh, that, yeah, we talked about (laughs) and, uh, yeah, I really want to, I really want to explore more of that because there are several practitioners that I've connected with in this process that have been just so helpful and just so inspiring. And, um, yeah, so I really want to, you know, just continue that community vibe and, you know, help other, other people that are wanting to connect with their horses in a deeper way, because it's, it's just a really, really amazing experience. And, it's, um, it's so even more rewarding than, than, you know, just a regular, you know, surface, you know, kind of relationship with horses. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking the other day when I knew you were going to be coming on the podcast and I was thinking about last year, I think it was in December or January or something where, you know, when it came to visualization, I remember we had done a visualization. Do you remember what, what it was that we ended up doing and what came through for you? If you, if you're okay with sharing. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, if, is it the one I'm thinking of where it was like about the, the Phoenix and the portal or was it something different that you're thinking of? Was it that? I, I just remember it being lights or something. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple different ones. I remember there being one, I'm trying to remember what the guided meditation was. There was one that I remember about was we did something around a portal. I don't know if it was Uh like um, during around the calendar, one of the portals or something, but I just remember seeing this like Phoenix bird, like coming out of this portal. And I think you had us like walk through the portal. And I Mm -hmm. I remember one of the visions I had was of this um, horse retreat space, but it was in a desert setting. And I was like, what? And I love the desert. So I'm like, I'm still just so curious waiting to see like how that manifests. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, that's not like my initial vision, but that's interesting. So am I going to like partner with someone? Am I going to like, you know, how's that going to manifest? So, but that was a really, really, it was very vivid and, um, yeah. So I don't know. Is that the one you were thinking of? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was that one. And then I just like the reason I, it came through for me as one mm-hmm. I was like curious about was, I think it was, you know, a like near December kind of thing. And it was something to do with candles or lights. And I remember you mm-hmm. talking about going into a field um, with <gasps> lights yes. and stuff. And the thing that it was so interesting for me was that one was so energetically guided for myself that I don't like, I don't even remember what I was saying. Um, And it was, yes. Yeah. And it was so energetically guided for me that, you know, I just remember you after saying to me like, holy shit, like what just happened? I actually use that still. So I like my whole gratitude practice, honestly, is based around that right now, because so what it was is you had led us through something about like, okay, you have a candle, you know, in a field or a light or something like a torch, I think it was. And then, um, you know, other, you see these other people, you know, coming up to you in the darkness and you help them, you know, light their torch 
and then they help other people light their torch. And before you know it, the whole field is lit. And I'm like, what? This is amazing. You know, I'm like seeing this, you know, and I'm picturing like, you know, the, you know, a field because obviously, you know, that's my space. I love that, you know, and horses and everything. And so just, you know, picturing that ripple effect. And I think I even ended up having a dream after that where it was like, I remember it really vividly. It was like a stone in water and I dropped it in and somebody in the dream was like telling me how like, oh, you're not going to make this thing work. Like you're not that important, whatever. And I was like, no, I am a stone in the water and my ripple effect. It was something along those lines of like, no, I am the stone and, you know, the ripple effect goes on forever, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I woke up from that dream, like mind blown of like, if that wasn't a message from like the other side, I don't know what is. (laughs) That was epic. (laughs) Are you ready to dive deeper into understanding the fifth dimension? how to quantum leap, and how to utilize the compound effect? These concepts are super trendy right now, but as someone who has experienced trauma and may still like a little bit of control, trusting blindly can be very difficult for me until I understood how it all works. Even I didn't know how I manifested my dream vehicle, home, man, my baby girl, and hitting six figures, but now I do. Every program I have ever taken on manifestation told me to feel energy and trust. I tried everything from being positive, gratitude lists, connecting with crystals, clearing my chakras, and following the moon cycles. I needed more than just to trust. I needed to know how and why. This is your warning sign though, that once you do learn this, you'll never look at energy and manifestation the same again. Dimensions is a three-day intensive where you will become equipped with the manifestation sequence. We will deep dive into how it works, how to stay in the vibe, and manifest your dream life, all for only $333. Join now by heading to the description for the link. You know, I love that you, like, you know, mention that now because it was like the ripple because I mean, that's everything that I talk about in my business is like, we get to be that ripple effect in the world. And, you know, we really don't know how many people's lives that we touch because it's like, I might help you, but now that you go on and you create that ripple of you helping more people and them helping Mm -hmm. more people. Mm -hmm. And that was actually a personal one that you and I did. That wasn't one that I did with the group. Um, I think it was, I think it was one of our last calls together (sighs) that we did that. And um, so it was really interesting asking you about that because I was like, I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, I just remember her talking about a torch and what a difference it made for her. Uh, And I couldn't remember what it was. When she said the field, when she said the field, I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, so that's what I do. That's what I do for my gratitude practice. That's how I started it is that I will lay in bed as I go to sleep and I will visualize that, you know, of like, this is why I'm here. This is, you know, what I meant to do is I'm meant to help other people light their torch and to be their true selves, you know, strip away all the bullshit, you know, and just be their true self. And so that's like, okay, all right, I can, I can do this another day. You know what I mean? Because it's just, you know, life, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah. when you can get into that zone though, and just like, 
have that gratitude heart, you know, especially before going to bed. It's just like, all right, now I feel good. Let's go to sleep. (laughs) And I think that's so important because, you know, we hear so many people talking about their daily routines, their morning routines, their night routines. Oh, you know, write a gratitude list. And it's like, but why, why are you writing this gratitude list? And the whole reason is, is because it's about actually feeling it's about getting yourself into that energetic alignment. And for some people, the gratitude list does nothing for them, you Mm -hmm. know, and I've done you know, lots of different people's routines. Like, you know what? There's people who I, in the past, I was like, this person's so wealthy. And like, tell me about your like routine because I need to do it. Mm -hmm. And I would try their routines and, um, it wouldn't like work. Right. And I would all of a sudden be like, well, this isn't working. And there would be, you know, I'd have people say like, no, you have to do these steps and like, just keep doing it. And it was, it wasn't until for myself that I actually sat down and was like, what is the goal of what I'm trying to feel in these practices that I'm doing? And then it allowed me to really be able to shift and adjust my own, you know, spiritual practices and energetic practices, because, you know, what works for one won't work for all, but really being able to connect with, well, this energy, like this practice creates this energy for this person. This is why they're doing it. Okay. So what could I do that feels more connected, more energetically aligned for me? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is is so true. And just being able to, you know, get bits and pieces, you know, of ideas from people, but yeah, it's like, you have to find what works for you, obviously. I mean, with anything. Yeah. I've had tons of things that I've just, I love this bit and this bit and this bit, and I'm going to merge it in my own little thing, you know, Mm -hmm. even do it with my massage practice, you know, and same with, um, you know, my um, coaching business with the horses. It's like just things that I've learned throughout the years, you know, and mush it together into my own little thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, for people listening, it's, like giving them like giving people permission that you get to create your own yes, energetic yes. practices. Absolutely. Because, because I mean, you know, there'll be people who it's like, I, I feel nothing. Like when it comes to tapping for me, I'm mm. like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas there's other people and like, you know, tapping for you, I remember has been something that you feel so connected with. Yeah. Yeah. I even had a great session. I was actually in the car, which I don't know that that's recommended to tap while you're driving necessarily, but <laughs> <laughs> it's what works. Um, cause I'm, I'm, you know, running all over back and forth to the barn, you know, different business meetings, all kinds of fun stuff into the office to work on clients. So, um, and I just had this, you know, it's like I'm in constant growth mode. You know, it's like when I feel stagnant, I, I hate that. It's like, I want to be constantly growing and evolving. And so, um, you know, I'm wanting to get a third horse and, you know, that's a big financial, you know, like jump, you know, not only purchasing the horse, but then also the care. And, you know, if I was to send it to get any kind of training and different things like that. And so, um, you know, I was really kind of having this like lack mindset around like, oh my God, can I even do that? Can I make that work? You know, but I have this desire. It's like, it makes no sense really for me to have this third horse, but I want it. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so, and I did some tapping around that and, 
you know, just, you know, around the coaching business as well. And, you know, building that because it is, you know, um, new with, you know, new in a sense of the structure that I have with it as far as right now. And so, so anyways, I just had this great, um, shift in that, you know, as a generator in human design of that, you know, it came this old, um, fear of responsibility came up and I'm like, what that's back again. And then (laughs) drilling down a little bit more to, Oh, it's okay for me to not have to be on all the time because it was, it was basically holding that energy. I had this fear of responsibility of holding that energy that I needed to, to have the type of business that I want to have, you know, and it's like, gosh, I'm going to have to be on all the time. And I'm going to be able to hold that level of energy for my clients or that many clients, you know what I mean? And that whole thing was in my head the sphere of responsibility of like, you know, being able to do that for them. And then it was like, Oh, light bulb. I don't have to be on. I don't have to have this fake whatever, you know, I just need to be authentically me. And it's like, yeah, I knew that, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. then to actually embody that. And so through the tapping, that just came through and I was like, oh, wow, that felt good. Okay. Under the, you know, work with my client now. <laughs> and it is like, I think as we, you know, like I said before, like as we connect more and more with our gifts, more and more with the energy, it doesn't end up having to be so much being on holding someone else's energy all the time. Like we really learn how to create that flow yeah. and not hang on to the energy um, for us. And, you know, that's even something with Reiki. It's like, it's not our energy that is like pulling through with that kind of stuff. It's like, Mm -hmm. we're bringing that energy in and just being a channel. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Love that. That's such a great, um, like visual too you know, Mm -hmm. of like, yes, being the channel, it doesn't have to be coming from you. You're not giving this away. You're just being that conduit and that channel to get it where it needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and again, that kind of stuff like takes practice. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, but for myself, like I do have level one and level two Reiki. I don't use it, um, on other people, like with my clients and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. that that they know of, (laughs) (laughs) but it is, it's that, you know, it's that thing of reminding ourselves like, oh yeah, like that's why I'm doing that. And I mean, it's still like tiring, especially if you're not super active with it because we forget sometimes. And then all of a sudden we're utilizing our own energy and it's like, after we're just like, holy fuck, why do I feel so depleted? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that was the thing with Reiki for me too, is that, um, just feeling that way and then learning how to ground myself better and being like, okay, I need to be a little more selective of who I do this with, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the other part of that, of why I don't just be like, Hey, I do Reiki, you know, it's like, uh, Hey, by the way, I do Reiki. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, even when it comes to, I mean, as you know, like any business, especially with the horses and that, is like, we don't have to work with everyone, right? We get to feel energetically aligned. And there's just going to be some people that, you know, as coaches, as entrepreneurs, that we get to work with our Mm -hmm. soul aligned clients. And the more and more that we energetically put that out there and show up as 
that woman of, you know, the clients I bring to me are the ones who, you know, are in tune with me as well. You know, the, the easier that it gets, the more aligned people get. And we do repel the people who it's like aren't aligned. Yeah, absolutely. I actually had a lady and I was doing my free trials when I was first doing, you know, the work with the horses and she was all about wanting to come down to the barn and all these things. And it was just a few little things misaligned and she just, and then she was like, I'm out. And I'm like, Oh, interesting. And she kind of was a little salty, like in her message back about why she was out. And I thought, you know what? This worked out. <laughs> I don't know that we would have been a good match to begin with. <laughs> so it's like, thank you universe for making all of those things come together that it didn't work out for her to be here today. <laughs> Especially, so, yeah. you know, when we're like first starting our businesses and like I said at the beginning, like we do kind of get excited about that financial piece. And we're just like, ah, and I mean, you said it was the free trial, but you know, we still have to get excited about that. And it's learning to have that trust and that connection so that we Mm -hmm. aren't, you know, we really aren't um, like bringing on people that don't feel aligned. And, And we know (laughs) right Uh oh yeah for sure I mean you can feel it it's just like you said it's a matter of listening and being in tune with like "Mm, there's something off with this like I need to just listen to that and go with my gut Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that's amazing it's I I don't like to use the word profound because it's just I don't know it's just like but it, it is it's it's like it's amazing to think that this animal that literally has a brain that's like, you know, the size of like a large walnut, <laughs> you know, can <laughs> can do what these horses do. They literally have this, they, they communicate in energy, like that is their realm, you know, I mean, as um, prey animals, you know, that are hunted in the wild, you know, when they're in a herd out in the middle of nowhere, you know, they they communicate with each other via, you know, body language and energy and, you know, all those shifts so that they can stay safe. And so, you know, they, they mirror, um, they can just feel that inner nervous system. You can come walk into a, you know, a, a session and be like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And your nervous system is in flight mode or fight mode. And the horse is like, uh-uh, you know, and they will <laughs> totally, you know, like they'll feel it. I mean, like, so one instance, um, that I had with this pony at one of our retreats, one of our first retreats that we did. And, um, I was partnering with another facilitator. And so she did the retreat and I was kind of the helper, I guess, of it. And, um, she had us doing a connection activity. And so she's like, okay, well you have, you know, so many minutes to connect with your horse or pony, and then we'll, you know, debrief and talk about it afterwards. And so I was, you know, went into like total like horse girl mode. I'm like, okay, I'm going to brush my pony and talk to her and do all the things and whatever. And, but we weren't allowed to like, we didn't like have a lead or anything. The horse was just like free. And so then my friend was is also, uh, also, she's like a Reiki master and like deep into all kinds of energy, shaman, really cool stuff. And she was just like loving up on this pony, on her pony. And it was just like a puddle. I mean, it's like its head was down, its eyes were closed, back leg cocked. It was just like totally zoned out. My pony left where I was standing and went over to her. Like this pony <laughs> called me out. Like, I know you know how to do some of this, but you're not truly connecting with me. So I'm going to go over here to this girl who does know how to do this and connect in the right way. And so I, I immediately, I was like, this pony just called me out. <laughs> and so I 
pulled her back over, got really centered and started to like run some energy and sh- same thing. She just dropped into it and was like all relaxed. And so I was like, okay, I need to really like show more of my true colors and more of my true side, my true self, you know, in that moment, that was like a huge pivotal moment for me with this work, you know, that, I mean, this, you know, this pony unfortunately has since passed on this summer. Um, but yeah, little Rosie, she was like 40 something years old, you know? And, um, yeah. And she was just like, I know more than you do. (laughs) (laughs) And here's what you really need to be doing. So yeah, it's just, it's so cool how they will pull it out of you in such unexpected, really amazing ways. Well, and such a message for you that it's like, okay, you need to go in with this, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I think when we actually start, you know, asking for the signs and mm-hmm. really listen to it, yes. um, you know, it was so funny because I was on the phone with the bank today and they were like, if you have any issues, um, they're like, here's our direct line. And there was like five sixes in a row. And I just kind of made a comment. And I was like, well, that's, I was like, if that's not an angel number. And she's like, right. I was, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, you know, at least I got someone who was like, the fuck you talking about? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that's awesome. I love that, that you've like, the, yeah, the bank lady's like, oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, and not just that, like it was that. And then I think it was before I went to bed last night or it was like while I was on the phone with her, there was numbers as well. And I think it was actually while I was on the phone with her, I had looked at the time and it was like 744 or something like that. I see literally all the time. I see them all the time. I mean, like since I have really um, stepped into this work with the horses, I literally it's at least three or four times a day. I'll look at my phone. I'll be thinking of like, oh, I need to contact this person. And it'll be like one, one, you know, one eleven, or it'll be four forty four. And I'm like, well, cool. Thank you. But uh, again, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, awesome. I guess I'm supposed yeah. to be doing this. <laughs> my license plate flew off while I was driving like a month ago. And so I didn't know until I got to where I was going. And I looked at the back of my vehicle because I did have a feeling and because it was cracked and I looked and I was like, oh, shit. And so I ended up going to the, you know, the place to get a new, um, a license plate. And she went to give me a license plate. I'm like, do you by chance have one with like three digits, like all together? And so I ended up, my license plate now is 333. And when I used to leave the plate, like getting my um, eyelashes done, my eyelash girl too is like very in tune. And every time I left, I would always see angel numbers. Mm. And so, yeah, like I said, like it's really connecting with being okay that when we see something over and over and then we look it up and we're like, no, (laughs) you know, for me, um, even the other day I pulled a card for myself um, from my prosperity altar and it's the same card. Like I keep getting the same card and I'm just like, okay, like, obviously there's something I'm not doing. Like, okay, I hear you. (laughs) Beat me over the head with it. Okay, fine. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, if someone wanted to work with you, how would they work with you? Yeah. um, So you just contact me. (laughs) 
<laughs> which is super easy to do. Um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, um, Abby Neeson, all E's, N-E-S-E-N. And um, yeah, we can just talk about what your intentions are for the session. Um, you know, if you're in the Midwest United States and you want to do an in-person session, we can do that. Um, or if you want to do a virtual session. And then I also have um, a 12-month program, as we kind of touched on earlier, about being able to, you know, work with people as the you know m- winter months get colder and we're not, you know, maybe wanting to work outside as much um, because we do get pretty cold here in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a whole container for people to just really strip back um, the limiting beliefs and the um, just the programming and the bullshit, you know, it's like break that shit open and like, let's get to like your true soul self and really harness that intuitiveness and that like unbridled freedom that like the horses possess, you know, showing you how to tap into that. And, and, you know, we, we work with the horses as well and seeing, you know, what they show us um, and more of those like horse guided sessions. And um, it's, it's a really awesome program to just, see people transition through that of how they start to, you know, how, how they are, you know, at the end. And it's, it's just, it's amazing. And I love, you know, just like you talked about the ripple effect of just, you know, the changes that you see with people from doing this work, you know, with their families, with their friends, with their work environments or their businesses. It's, uh, it's awesome. (laughs) It's so awesome. That's awesome. And you did mention, um, while you were talking that you were going to mention something about a book. And I think this is so exciting because to hear that you did end up following through with that, because just off the top of my head now, I have three clients who have done books and yeah. So I'd love for you to share a bit more about your book as well. Yeah, it is. (laughs) So writing a book was never like on my to-do list necessarily right now, but it's an opportunity that really just fell in my lap. And so the book is called The Gift and it comes out on Amazon um, October 24th. So that may have already happened by the time the viewers or the listeners hear this. Um, And then I believe early November of like 2022 this year that it'll go out in print. So it's all about, um, it's I'm co-authoring it. So there's other authors in the book and it's all about my story and basically my gift, kind of the things that I talked about with you today, um, you know, of like just with energetics and communicating with animals and working with the horses and those things. And, you know, being able to overcome that conditioning, you know, of where our gifts are being hidden from us, you know, or that we're being kept from those in different ways and how to, um, you know, find your way through that, you know, back to your true gift um, and so all of the, the ladies that have co-authored with me, you know, have similar, you know, journeys, you know, of like how they got back in tune with their gifts or, you know, what their gifts are and how they managed to get to that point. And so it's all just very inspirational and, um, um, it's, it's like, you know, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you know, like through <laughs> the different stories and just, it's, it's really, really awesome book. So, um, so yeah, if you want a copy or you want a digital copy, let me know. I can always help you out and get you the link that you need. So awesome. And we'll make sure that we have all the links here in the description of this podcast. So people can find you and people can, you know, go and pre-sale the book. Um, you know, so thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love that you're doing the podcast again. Yay. (laughs) So awesome. I so appreciate you inviting me. 
Yes, I'm so glad that you were able to come on here. And, you know, for anyone who's listening out there, um, go out there and make life your bitch. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with your bestie. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, feedback, or compliments that you want to throw like confetti, you can reach me directly at podcast at makelifeyourbitch.co. Thanks for listening.